Welcome back to another edition of the EDBC podcast. We kind of start the new year on a somber note, Brian. Uh, the talk of the sports world, obviously, is the status of Mar Hamblin, the young defensive back for the Buffalo Bills. Suffered a cardiac event on Monday Night Football, and, you know, still we're taping this Wednesday, you know, just before noon, and it's uh, still kind of raw, man. I don't know about you, but we've been watching football a long time, and everyone you talk to, whether it's your mother, your aunt, your uncle, I mean, everyone wants to know about this kid. It's just kind of transcends sports. That's scary. Yeah, it, it really does. And watching the game Monday night, sort of half watching it. And then, you know, we're conditioned because we've seen this before. We know football, you know, is inherently a violent sport, especially at the NFL level. But we've seen, I don't say we've grown a callus, but maybe to an extent we have. And that you do see players get hurt. They go to a TV timeout, and if it's, you know, sometimes it seems like it's a pretty bad injury. You'll see players kneel, and everything sort of comes to a stop. And then a lot of times the guy gets wheeled off, and he'll give a thumbs up. And us, like everyone else, us fans, and maybe I don't know how the players react, we sort of go back to the game. This was at, this was much, much, much different and much, much worse. Um, I yeah, don't. I mean, the, you just hope that, that he's going to be okay. I mean, they, they did all kinds of CPR on him, and I just, you just, you keep seeing. I mean, it's so fun, not funny, but it's just everyone wants an update. You know, even the night of the game, like we're all mm-hmm. on our phones. My yeah. kids, my wife, we're all sitting there on our phones. People are checking. I'm on Twitter. My wife is looking on social media, Instagram. My daughter's on TikTok. Like everyone wants to know how he's doing. It's just, it was like one of the rare times in the world where people were desperate for information and weren't getting it. And, and rightfully so. You know, that's I mean? life. We didn't yeah. know. And um again, yeah, just the impact of it. And there was this there, you know, there was about an hour long. If you were on social media that night or watching along on ESPN, you're right. There was that hour where we couldn't get any information. And it took them, there's this whole like almost hour-long question of what they were going to do about the game and you know i think we knew fairly early on this is we were in we were in different territory than most injuries and a lot of you know they couldn't play no that was that was was obvious very early on uh and it took it's still question there's still a question as who called it we know the two coaches basically got together and said we're not playing um and that was the right call, no matter who made it. But certainly, it was just a weird—I don't know how to say—it it was just a weird scene. It was this weird scene watching on on TV, uh, on ESPN. And I felt the, the ESPN, the ESPN crews did a good job because I—I I mean, listen, it's been a while on specifics, but I've been in that situation behind the scenes on live television where you know you're covering something that's really bad, potentially awful. But you don't have any information, but you can't just sign off and go, well, we're going to go to this now. You have to yeah. sort of stay there yep. and just it let those folks, you know, whether the studio crew or Buck and Aikman on the game telecast, just talk about what they saw. It was eerie and it was just it was frightening. And, you know, the just talking about that, I thought Lisa Salters and her crew did mm. a nice job when you saw. And, and it's one of those things where you didn't even have to talk like. So often in TV, and I get mad at it, people who just let the pictures breathe. I mean, you right. mentioned Joe Buck. He does a great job during games of letting the crowd and the, and the game kind of tell the story. 
And I thought <clears throat> Lisa Salters and the crew, when they had the showed the coaches in the tunnel, they showed players walking around without their yeah, half their uniforms off. I mean, right. Uh, Stefan Diggs, is, I heard, got an Uber and left yeah. the, left the arena and took an Uber to the hospital because he wanted to know about his teammates. So just, yeah, just those pictures were so powerful. And when you're in these tragic stories, uh, the medium just can really really takes you right inside. I thought they did a really nice job. And, and it's, it's funny, we all knew that that game couldn't be played. It just I, I, that story for another day, but it's just. Right. The, the NFL was like, I really want to know what was going on behind the scenes. Because, like you mentioned, it was the coaches and the players that made the call. I don't think the NFL made the call. I think those, yeah, two, coaches, I mean, those two coaches were not playing that football. Game. It was not happening. I mean, we knew that, we, you knew that fairly early on. Um, and unfortunately, the NFL happening. has a history of playing when they shouldn't play after yeah. tragic events, whether they like it or not. So. I'm sure more will come out about that. That's not important right now, but our, our thoughts and prayers are with the family. And, you know, it's funny. I was listening to Mad Dog yesterday, and he uh, he made a great point talking about that GoFundMe page the kid started. Right. You know, before the holidays, $2,500 mm -hmm. was his goal to raise money for, his, I think, his mother's school for toys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Last check, they was pushing $5 million. So Incredible. And, and and dog said this is right. He said, you know, with everything this world is going through, America has a heart. Sometimes you got to dig deep to find it, but. And moments like this, you know, after 9-11, people were holding doors for each other. And right. It all goes away, unfortunately. But in moments like this, it is good to see it coming. Yeah. And again, we're taping this on Wednesday the 4th. We don't know. We're there. There's some we're hearing from Eric just mentioned that there there are some reports that there's there's some positive signs. But this is a serious injury when a guy had to be resuscitated at eight minutes worth of resuscitation to get his heart going again, and he couldn't breathe on his own. He was on a ventilator. Yeah. I don't want to get into the specifics, but we just hope that this turns out in a good way, just that the guy's able to come back and be okay. Beyond that, nothing just else matters. Have a, nor have a normal life. You know, it's a, it's going to be a, the recovery will be a long road, but um... yeah. And, but, you know, again, it shines on this fact that we know that this sport is dangerous. We embrace it. You know, we talk about you and I talk about it every week. It's the most popular sport in America. We hear about these things and maybe this wakes us up a little bit because we know Eric, you know, you cover high school football, you cover college football. I mean, I don't know if you were talking to UConn players today, what would you ask them? You know, especially guys that have designs on playing beyond college. We just lose sight of the fact that, especially at the NFL level, this is just a not – it's not natural to play and hit and have the kind of physical interaction these guys have. We know yeah. that. We sort of all accept it. It's sort of like, sort of like what we did with boxing back in the day. We just, we just know this is not healthy. But at the same time, when something like this happens, you almost look at it as a one in a million type of a thing. You know, it's true. Um, look what happened. You know, both my kids play hockey. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know. pull them off the ice when uh, right. that kid had that tragic accident where the skate blade in his neck. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you think of those as one in a million, and you just when you go to bed at night and whoever you pray to or talk to, and you just want your family and everyone in your life to be safe. So I think it's, just, it's all a matter of, or, of risk, and yeah. Some of these, uh, Ryan Clark did a great job. The uh, former defensive back who was on ESPN with Scott Van Pelt the other night after it happened, you know, he had some issues when he was playing some health issues and just saying he, he did a great job of just explaining, you know, they know sort of know going in what it is, but when something like this happens, everything stops and you realize just 
how fragile all this is. And hey, I don't know what's going to happen. I think, will people go back to start watch? We'll just watch football as usual this weekend. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Hey, look at Tony Dorsett. We've talked about this before. Tony Dorsett, one of the great running backs in the history of NFL football, right, is a shell of his former self. He can no longer drive. He has a mm-hmm. full-time caretaker. And we've asked him, point blank, if you could do it all over again, would you? He said 100 times. Yep. And and he has terrible memory issues. And, and like I said, a yep. full-time caretaker. And all these guys would do it all over again. And in all these sports, and all these sports. So, well, it also, um, I mean, it's, that's a great point because beyond the immense physical talent you have to have, this, you know, one, you have to have sort of just, you know, the percentile of people who can actually play just has the, who have the physical ability to play at that level is, is minute, but it takes a different mentality. You know, I, I thought of the Eagles coach talking about Jalen Hurts and his sprained shoulder, and someone said, you know, that well, that that type of injury doesn't that take months? And he said something like, "He heals differently than you do." And I don't know that that's true, but I do think the fact is that these guys are built differently mentally and physically than everyone else. You ha- you, almost, you have to be, and you, and also the 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 non the wink they're built differently. I've you know you mentioned covered <clears throat> college and high school. I mean, I've I've had college assistant coaches tell me that. A certain running back shouldn't be playing a game today, but we shot his leg up, yeah. shot his foot up. We gave him six shots in pregame warmups to numb it. So he should be good for the first half. <laughs> I mean, that's so, been going yeah. on since the dawn of time. Yeah. yeah. And it still goes on. So anyone who yeah. doesn't think it still goes on, these athletes are bigger, faster, stronger, but they're still doing a lot of the same stuff to keep them on the field. So that's a whole different story. Yeah. And I, I do. And again, we're not going to spend all that morning on this because we, we can only say something like everyone else, we can only say so much because we only know so much, but I will be interested as a fan, as someone who's, you know, I don't have the willpower to say, I don't, I'm tired of the sport, the violence. I can't take it. I'm not going to, no, I'm, I'm going to watch. I'm a fan. I, I love yep. to watch football. I love to watch the NFL. I just wonder how this weekend with the eyes, it was always already going to be a busy weekend, the last weekend of the regular season, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes, just how this is covered. Um, not just from the media, but also maybe if we see what players might say in the days ahead before they, I mean, cause a lot of these guys haven't played since this happened. Yeah. And the NFL they, no, none of them have. Yeah, the NFL has canceled most media days. I know the Patriots were yep, supposed to Patriots talk today. Patriots canceled. Yep, they were. They're playing Buffalo on Sunday. They were supposed to talk today. They pushed it back till tomorrow. So you understand all this. It's funny. I did hear one of the Jets players on WFAN yesterday in his normal spot. Um, mm-hmm. to talk, but um, my thing going forward too is Brian is you know we'll talk about the playoffs and all that in the next segment. But will they? I don't think they're going to play this game. No, I don't they. think they should. A lot of people, it's funny, I, on Tuesday morning, I was getting texts from people, hey, what are they going to do? They have to play this game. No, they, no, don't. they don't. No, they don't. There's a there's a million ways they can skin the cat. And I know that's for playoff seating, but the one thing the NFL has going for them is empathy from right. the players. You think that if they say, all right, say if Kansas City finishes 14-3 and three and, the, and, the, and the Buffalo Bills finish 13-3, and three, mm-hmm. whatever Goodell decides, if he says to Kansas City, hey, look, we're giving Buffalo a home field advantage because they beat you during the regular season. Kansas City doesn't have to like it, but we all understand why this is happening. It's almost like different COVID circumstances. Year. Yeah. COVID has set this up where the NFL didn't have to make a decision every week. They say hey, some teams are going to play 16 games, some teams are going to play 14 games, some teams may play 15 games. 
and we'll go from there. And that's what we're gonna, gonna it's, it's a different circumstance, and you move, you, you deal with it best you can, but best you can. But I agree with you. I mean, call it, I don't care what the hell you call, call it tie, call it just call it no contest and yeah. throw it out of the record books. Nobody cares. Again, I've had questions uh being a commissioner, what are my fantasy football leagues? Like, what's happening? Like, I don't know, and I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been no, this is really down. This is far down the list of important things right now. Yeah, no, it's true. There's all kinds of repercussions. But again, the most important thing is that this young man gets better and continues to progress. And hopefully we'll have a better handle on how he's doing in the next couple of days. Yeah, but uh, the NFL will go forward. We're going to take a quick time out. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, the Giants, the, the Jets, the Patriots, and what they have going on this coming week as we wrap up the regular season. NFL. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, it's a new year. You're thinking about new ways to shop from home. Instacart Plus is a great way to uh, start that. Instacart Plus is a great thing, especially if you're uh, you know shopping for a family. For $9.99 a month or $99 a year, membership pays for itself in just a few orders. The new family accounts and family cards for Instacart Plus members allow members to share all their benefits with other family members for free. So households can add items up to a shared cart and shop together together. You also get free delivery on, uh, on any order over 35 bucks, 5% credit back on eligible pickup orders, and reduced service fees on every order. Plus, you get extra perks from top brands like mileage points from Delta Airlines with every dollar spent and exclusive benefits for Chase card members. So remember, this new year, if you're looking to save, shop from home and use the new Instacart Plus, Instacart Plus program. Remember, shop from home and save with Instacart. So as we mentioned, the final week of the NFL uh, season is upon us. Goes fast. The uh, Jets will take two seconds to talk about them. They gagged down the stretch. They were seven and four. Have lost five in a row. Play Miami this weekend in a meaningless game. It's not meaningless for the Dolphins, but it is for the Jets. Um, their season's over. They're going to have to figure out who's going to play quarterback next year. We can talk about that. The Giants are going to the playoffs, Brian. And I'll tell you what, man. We got to spend some time on them. I mean, beginning of the year, middle of the year, we still were unclear about the franchise. They were trying to have it both ways, be competitive, and try to rebuild this thing. But I, you got to give Daniel Jones and Saquon Parkman those yep. guys a lot of credit, man. I mean, they kicked Colts' butts this weekend, and that was mm-hmm. a, if you're a Giant fan, Sunday is one of the best days they've had in a long. Time. Absolutely, uh, they demolished the Colts, and that's what you're supposed to do. And it's not, you know, it's the NFL. It's not college football, and it's easy to say it's a mismatch on paper, but we see, look, you know, look what happened to the Eagles and trying to wrap up home field and they lose to a, 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 a Saints team, the losing record. The Giants facing uh, the Colts, who are a bad team. They're awful. And I, with a, you know, their third quarter, the, starting their third quarterback of the year, the Giants went out and took business, t- took care of business. This thing was over early. It was 21 3 before you blinked an eye. Couple touchdowns, Landon Collins. I forgot he was back on the team. Gets a pick yeah. six. Great and story. Off and, yeah, and they're off and running. And yeah, they just you know they took care of business. And I like what the coach said. He he, uh, Dable said making the playoffs is, and he has to sort of straddle the fence here because he knows he doesn't have like a te- the team that he ultimately wants to have. It's a, yeah. re- they're still in a rebuild. But he said it's great making the playoffs, but making the playoffs is not our goal. And not every team says that. Um, but I like the fact that he put it in there, if not for this year, for at least the future. Um, did you hear the, what he did to J- Daniel Jones in the preseason, the story that's been going around the internet? I did not see that. So in preseason, I don't know if you recall, but Jones was not good in the preseason. Tyrod right. Taylor had a pretty decent preseason. 
Right. So back up. Yep. Dayball, head coach of the Giants, was giving the defensive coordinator, Week Martindale, mm-hmm. all the play calls that the Giants oh. were running in preseason. So the defense knew what was coming every time Daniel Jones was under center. Okay, he did not which... do that when Tyrod Taylor was playing. So and the, the method to his madness was he wanted to see how Daniel Jones would react to the defense knowing what was coming. And Jones did not know the defense what was well, that's interesting. And in fairness, Jones, I mean, it's almost like he's trying to sabotage his own guy. Yeah, he wants to see how he can, and, and listen, I, I mean, it, I, you know, don't Jones has some experience with that because he, uh, for like 10 games, he ran a Jason Garrett offense. And if you Jason Garrett offense, everybody knows what's coming. So, uh, there's a, you know, it always comes back to your Cowboys, doesn't it, Brian? <laughs> it does. He really does. I did not hear that. That's interesting. I don't know if I, I don't know, like how the, how that helps the defense uh, yeah, exactly. get ready for a season, but they're cool with it. But look, and they go. Listen, they're going. The Giants are going into the playoffs with house money. Then the number six seed in a seven seed NFC field does not sure who they're going to play yet. Probably the Vikings. Yeah, and I don't think I don't expect much from the Giants the playoffs. But hey, they're a live what, dog, man. They almost beat Minnesota last time. I was going to say, from what I've seen from Minnesota, I think. Could I see the Giants going in and winning a, a game in Minnesota in the playoffs against that Vikings team the way they've played lately? Heck yes. I mean, and if, if you do, if they do that, that's you're ready for. If you do, they do that, you're ready for a parade. Anything after that, like you don't care. And listen, the Giants got a quarterback, Brian. We've all questioned him. He, he, he's their quarterback. Well, he, you know that's you, you know I understand what you're saying, but that's still a tricky thing. I mean, what what are you paying him? And I know that's like nobody. You don't care about that right now, maybe if you're a fan, but. The reality is you got holes up and down this roster, which again, which is wild. I think what they've done, especially in offense, is commendable. Because I don't know who the hell any of these receivers are, yeah. and yet they're making it work. But they need to—I mean, they have a lot of holes to fill. And I, they have a quarterback. They got to keep. They're going to keep him. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what kind of money he's going to get, what kind of years. But seems like he's going to stay there, and we'll see what happens. You can't. He'll he'll get signed. He'll get signed by someone in a flash of an eye if they don't sign. The Jets would sign him. I mean, there's Jets a million teams. That sign him. You know what I mean? Jets would sign him. I mean, you went through this with your team a couple few years ago. You had to pay Dak. You had to pay press uh, the uh, Elliot. Mm-hmm. Hasn't worked out with Elliot per se. You know the way you wanted it to, but you got to pay him. And I figure it out. Like you said, that salary cap. Ah, eh, who cares? You know, there's plenty of money. It keeps going up. Well, the thing that's weird about that is you pay. You can't. I don't think you pay him. Top dollar quarterback dollars. I mean, you know, no, is he going to $40 million a year, which is what the top quarter, which is got, which is what, you know, a guy like Lamar Jackson's looking for with his new, his contract status still in limbo. It's going, I'm going to, I like, you're right. I think he, they're going to keep him. The question is now, how do they do it? Do they, I mean, do they give him five years? Do they give him, you know, I don't know. It's going to be, that's going to be interesting. They'll, they'll sign one of them and probably franchise the other. I'm assuming that's what they'll do next year. Yeah, I mean, I would not. You're talking about are you factoring Barkley into this? Yeah, you sign Jones and maybe franchise Barkley for a year. I, I think that's. I think you got to. I can't. Yeah, if you want to keep Barkley for one more year, franchise. I don't think you can give Barkley a, a second contract, a big contract. I just they don't they, they don't work. I mean, you you've seen it on your team. It, it doesn't. It, 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 it crippled my team. Have a short. Li- they have a short. They have a short life in the NBA. I mean, the, the NFL. I mean, it's and it, running back experience five or six years. You can't go give Saquon Barkley. Five years. You can't give. I don't. I don't care how good he's been. He's been injury prone. 
And he, you know, he hasn't been all that. I mean, he's had a great year this year, but he also, we're talking about him like, it, he, but it goes up and down. Five weeks ago, he was, you know, doing nothing. Yeah, it's terrible. And now yep. he's played better. So, you know what? The Giants have an interesting offseason, but let's not get ahead of themselves. Let, let's not get ahead of it. They can enjoy themselves at least for the next year. couple of weeks. Yep. They've had a great year. Uh, Patriots still in it, Brian. They uh, got a good win last week. Um, they need some help this week. They got to beat Buffalo, which, I mean, I don't know what kind of emotional state Buffalo is going to be in. Um, True. And I wouldn't, I, mean, I don't know how you gauge that game. I mean, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I, I there's no way to tell. No I way don't to want to see the Patriots in the playoffs for a variety of reasons. Number one, I don't think they're very good. So I think it would no. be a crappy game to watch in the playoffs. And number two, I don't, I, well, I don't even go to number two. I don't want to see them in the playoffs. So, um, hey, who knows? The Steelers, could, could, Steelers could still wind up in there. It's, it's wacky. Did you, the, did you watch that game on Sunday night? I watched a little bit of it. Yeah. Not I a lot because I, 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 I zoned out after a while. It was not exciting. Those two teams, I mean, they're just tough to watch. And, and I don't know what, I mean, getting a little sidetracked here, you mentioned early. If you're the Ravens, man, I, Look, they've been good for so long. I don't know what they do. I mean, you always say when you have a quarterback, you got to keep them, but I, I, I don't know, man. That well, the way they played with that, the way they played with Adam the last few weeks, would make you think. I mean, be Lamar, Lamar Jackson. We're talking about who's been hurt, who's been out. He's probably got more leverage now. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. The Pickett kid made a great throw to win that game for uh, Pittsburgh. So, yep. Interesting, but man, it's a it's our favorite time of the year. I mean, uh, the Green Bay Packers—they're another team. I mean, we had them dead and buried at four and eight. The whole league did, and now all of a sudden they're going to play on Sunday night football against the Detroit Lions, who could be eliminated by the time they kick that game off on Saturday night or Sunday night. Yeah, uh, I mean, could you, you see? Want, us? You want to see Rogers if you're San Francisco walking into the opening rounds? I mean, I, I don't want to see Rogers as a Cowboys fan because I've seen him in the playoffs, and it does it, the results are never good. Hey, you you want to? I mean, how? Say Green Bay gets in there as the seventh seed or whatever, and then we know the Buccaneers are locked into the, the four seed. They're going to host a playoff game, probably the Cowboys in the first round. How how does how would you feel if somehow like all of a sudden the NFC Championship game is Tampa Bay number four, Tampa Bay hosting number seven, Green Bay? Well, I don't know how I know how I feel. I don't know how you feel. <laughs> I know how I feel. I, I know how I feel. That I mean, I that the way it's breaking right now is I, I I'm a cowboy fan. That is the last person I want to play. Brady gets all the breaks in the play. I know, I know. Every whistle, it's a home game. Played great last week. Look, so still throw the deep ball. Cowboys have a have a bunch of injuries in the secondary. Going to go throw. He'll just throw to Mike Evans all day. Ugh. Oh no, no, I don't. It scares the hell. I mean, oh, probably what it's going to be. It's probably what it's going to be. Oh, to have that happen to you guys. Oh, that'd be brutal. You'd hate, you'd hate it. I, I mean, I didn't enjoy trolling you that night and the Monday after, but oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, Let's move on. The bloom is off the Jeff Saturday rose, by the way. We talked about the Giants and Colts. We can put oh, away awful. Him. And how awful. about if Jim Harbaugh come, decides he wants to come to the NFL? He would hire Sounds like he's, uh, yeah. Carolina he's been talking to. I mean, did you watch? You know what? Though? Did you watch the college football on uh, on New Year's Eve? I did watch some of it. Actually, it was actually some of it was pretty good. Actually, I mean, I love amazing. T- I love the TCU game. Loved it. I only caught a little bit of that because I was working, mm-hmm. um, but I was home for the second game. And man, flipping my wife and I are, are both our kids are out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're home alone, we're, yeah. and we're flipping between the final seconds of the Georgia game. And my wife wanted to watch the ball drop. 
And then finally, she, she just said, leave the game on. And yeah, they yeah. missed the field goal, and we click over, and the ball is coming down. It was amazing. Well, you know, the ball's going to drop again next year. I mean, exactly. Drops. Exactly. But, man, what a crazy – I mean, college football, what a night that was. Yeah, it was fun. And, again, uh, the only thing now is you know, when they play for the title next Monday night, I, Monday night, I'd love to see TCU keep it close against Georgia. Probably 45-3 to three Georgia. Yeah, no, I, you're right. I hope I hope we're wrong, but it would be a great story. If but I'm getting a little tired of this. You know, I said, he, you know, you mentioned Harbaugh, then we'll wrap up after this and go to a break. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I, you, you tell me you're in charge, but uh, we're doing <laughs> that. We're doing this year. We're doing this yearly date. Speaking of everything that happens every year, the ball drops. And now every year we're like, Jim Harbaugh is going back to the NFL. You know, we heard this nonsense. That he was he was almost he almost signed with Minnesota with the Vikings last year. Now we're hearing about the Broncos and the Colts, and a couple of years ago it was the Dolphins. Like, you know, I'm getting a little tired. Like, wake me when he actually takes a job. And even well, if he does take a job, what am I supposed? You know, I I was the guy who pounding pounding my fist saying uh, the Giants should hire him last year, but now it's sort of like it's getting old. Whatever. And you know, if you think about it, he's lost a ton of big games in his career. A ton. You know, you're right, a hundred percent. He's lost two in a row big game. I mean, we beat Ohio State, so I know the alumni and right, that, like that. Yeah. But these last two semifinals, the team, he didn't have his team ready to play this year. And in the NFL, he lost the Super Bowl. He's lost championship games. Lost championship so, game to a, to a giant team that was not even, you know, had he had no business losing to. That's so a good point. His brother might be the better coach, if you ask me. All right, we're going to take a time when we come back. Uh, Brian's got a list of birthdays to talk about and a couple names i didn't know and in parentheses he told me who they were thankfully yeah i, I, that. That. I helped you out with that all right well it's new year a reminder if you've got suggestions or feedback for the edbc podcast we'd love to hear from you well, for the most part uh just shoot us an email uh at edbcpodcast.gmail.com thoughts suggestions questions comments and anything else all as well well i've been telling you about them for a long time now it's a new year why not figure out a way to get better sleep and make yourself a little more healthy also i believe is the power of a good night's sleep that's why they have products that feature innovative technology and unbelievable comfort and support all this without deflating your wallet the allswell features hybrid mattress technology and combines the best of both worlds memory foam and individually wrapped coils for a winning blend of comfort and support the goal was to create an affordable mattress without sacrificing quality or luxury and the result is the Oswald Queen mattress. The Oswald Queen mattress is a queen-size mattress that starts as low as $345. That's not all. Here's other ways you save. Free shipping, 10-year limited warranty, and a 100-night risk-free trial. One last way to save. Go on to the EDBC podcast. You know, go to our Facebook page and click on an episode or go on anywhere you get your podcasts. You know, Odyssey app, Apple Music, Spotify. Doesn't matter. You'll find us there. Click on any one of our episodes, you'll see a link to allswellhome.com. If you click on that link, start shopping, and when you're done, you're going to get 15% off your total order when you go through that link. So remember, this new year, sleep well and save well with Allswell. All right, Brian, you got a list of birthdays here. We got one, two, three, four on the list. Mm. Yeah. Uh, a very eclectic uh, list as usual. And the third one, I'm now know who you're talking about. Yeah, I knew you. I knew you would, so that's yes. why I did that. Um, we'll start it off with the. Uh, I don't even, you know, a little Godfather here. Godfather will be like a couple months from now. Will be fifty-one years old. The great film, The Godfather. Um, 
couple stars from that film are, are celebrating birthdays. Actually, celebrating on the same day tomorrow, jo- uh, January fifth. And let's start off with the with the great. I almost said late great, but he's still with us. The great Robert Duvall. You know, when you say he's the Godfather, I, I actually think of him for more for his role in Apocalypse Now, which is one of my favorite. Yep, there you go. Yep. Uh, yeah, Robert Duvall. You going to give me some numbers here? What do you got? I sure am. Is he going to be 86, 88, or 92? I'm going to say 86. Ooh, low end of the spectrum. Robert Duvall is turning 92. No kidding. Are you, are you sure about that? I double checked. You know, I you know I, the research team back I do here. my research team. I always double check everything they send me. Everything. Oh my god! I'll filter. We filter this. Serious? Oh we we god. do our homework. We wow. edit this. I don't believe it. Uh, well, Google it. You, you could do. That's how our research team does it. We Google it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Else. So, uh, also in that movie, at, at the time, a young, young actress. Uh, you know, been a few years since then. Uh, Diane Keaton, who's also again been in a ton of stuff, bunch of Woody Allen movies, still doing yep. movies, been around forever. Um, but she's celebrating birthday also on January fifth. Is she seventy five, seventy seven, or eighty two? I'm going to say eighty two. She, she's seventy seven. Jesus! Oh my God! What a, what a little disaster. big of an age gap between uh, what a disaster. Tom Hagen and Kay, whatever her last name was in that movie. So yeah. Wow! You threw me off with the first one, so that's why I went high on the second one. Yeah, there you go. By the way, she. I'm not going to mention it because it was a terrible movie, but good job by Robert Duvall skipping the third one. That's all I'm going to say because that, that movie should never. I saw the third one in the theater, and I don't even really oh. recall. To be honest with you, good. For, you're lucky. All right, here, cup. So two more to go here. This one, you know, back in the '80s, this is a it was a show. You know, nostalgia TV and all this kind of nonsense. You know, in the '70s with Happy Days, the '50s and the '80s, late '80s. We had the Wonder Years. Looking back in the late '60s with all that jazz and Winnie Cooper. Yep. She was a like you know you know young teenager coming kid coming of age, played by I hope I get her name right because I think we did her last year. Danica Danica or Danica McKellar, who played Winnie in the Wonder Years. This is one of those I'm gonna feel old ones. Is she 43, 45, or 48? Winnie from Wonder Years. We say 48. Boom! There you go. All right, finally on the board. All right, last one. Yeah, Chicks, and you're still uh, watching Wonder Years reruns, aren't you? I would. Are they? I don't. You know, in all seriousness, are there Wonder Years even? Do they even stream anywhere? I don't know. I'm not I'm sure. Never huge. Never really saw that that show that much. But hey, um, uh, next one. Chicks seem to dig this guy, uh, Bradley Cooper. Um, Did you ever uh, see that? Was a Star Is Born? Was that his last big movie? I never. Saw you know what? I haven't because a bunch of people told me I had to see it. So then, I when people tell me that, I, I skip it. If it's a movie, I'm like uh, up in the air. Probably like you and Top Gun Maverick. If it's a movie, like I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, I saw that. I didn't tell you that. I saw that. Oh no! Let, let, let's save that for the end. I didn't. I'm kidding. I didn't see that. Oh, you bastard! Um, but no, I did not see a Star Is Born. I'm sure he was ter- tremendous. I didn't either. All didn't. right, good. Well, who cares? Let's move on. Yeah. Is he 45, 48, or 50? You say 50. He's 48. One out of th- one out of three to start. That's the a year. terrible showing. One 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 and three, not one out of three. I was one and one and three. I said one and three. First, Ugh. you know, first show. No, you're a little year. cranky. You Jesus, get. relax, will you? Please, God Almighty. All right. So, how was the uh, New Year's at the Coleman House? What'd you guys do? Um, you know, it was kind of uneventful. Um, quiet. Had some family over. Visited some family. Did the thing, Eric. Always smart. Where we went into the city, went to New York 
the on the Friday before New Year's Eve, which I had one of the great comments of all time on your page. You did, and you, and you did, yeah. But uh, we had fun, but it was like it was crowded. Like, well, I, sorry, what so- is wrong? Like, what is wrong with me going mm-hmm. in? We went down to Times Square because my kids wanted to see the tree in Thirty Rockefeller Center. They've been asking for a couple of years, and you know, yeah. COVID and all this stuff. We just didn't yep. get to it. I had no good excuse for not taking them like last Friday because I wasn't. Work- we were all off, sitting at home. Took them in there. Packed as hell. Did you drive or take the train? Well, I had to make it. I had to drop. I, I had to go visit, visit some family. So I drove, um, which wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. When did you leave the house in the morning? Did you go straight to New York? No, I went to I went I went to New York. I went from Connecticut to North Jersey. GWB into the city. Oh, my God. So, it was a long day yeah. for mm. me who drove. Did you park in Midtown near Times Square? Where'd you Where'd you park? I parked um, actually a little above, not quite Midtown, around Fifty uh, First Street. Were they? I guess what, it's still what, technically Midtown. When you're walking out the door and they hand you the receipt for your parking, what'd you What they hit you for? I didn't see it because my wife did it. She, I didn't ask. She like grabbed the ticket, put the thing, paid the guy, and she said, "Huh, it's not as bad as I thought." Now I don't know if that means it was like. $373 or like $78. I didn't ask. It's by that time, like, I don't care. I do that at restaurants now. The one few times we go out, yeah. I just hand my wife my debit card. I say, you take care of it. I don't want to see it. I don't it. want to know. I, that's exactly where I was at. Like, you know what? Yeah. They were polite. And then she for- says to me, well, if you didn't have the six six uh, beers on tap, the bill wouldn't be as high as it was. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, you know. Are you glad you went? We have four minutes here on the Zoom. Are you glad you went to see? Because yeah, my I'm kids want to go too. I'm glad I went. You know why? I'm gl- Here's why I'm glad I went. We got it over with, and they can't say next year that they've never been. It's like I got that in the vault. We battled. Unfortunately, we battled a lot of illness over the holidays. Mm. My daughter was sick. My wife was sick. We yeah. were going to go the Thursday. You went the Friday. We were going to go the Thursday. We were actually going to take our kids out of school because neither one of them had anything that night. But my daughter had missed the entire week of school before Christmas. Ugh. We thought she had the flu. Um, she didn't, luckily, but <clears throat> she was just really sick for four or five days. And then my wife picked it up through the Christmas. So it's just, we didn't travel many places, but I, I envy you because I love New York City. I do. I'm desperate to go there. Last time I went was for a Ranger game last spring. So it's been mm-hmm. a little, almost a year since we've been. And my daughter is desperate. Just She just wants to go get lost. She's like me. I, she loves yeah. the idea of the city. She wants to live in New York City someday. Uh, have a good job. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm like that too. I don't want to go in sometimes. I don't want to have plans. We sort of went this by the skin of our teeth, but we go to 30 Rockefeller and it's just like wall to wall people. And they have all the streets blocked up because the next night is, they're all going to be yeah. closed off. And I'm just like, I'm not a good crowd person. I get like yeah. stuff, anxiety and stuff starts shifting. So I'm like, I got to stand over here and just breathe. You guys come over when you're done. I'll be over here just standing off on the side. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, and as you're making you're making your comment. My youngest daughter, who ha, who really doesn't have a filter when she thinks about stuff, when she wants oh, to that's say shocker. says, uh, <clears throat> you know, New York has a lot of different smells. And my comment was, so do you. Uh, that's true. That's true. I The smell is most noticeable. We saw, you know, the usual hot dog carts, especially easier in Times Square because it's like tourists. So they want to get subway grates, high traffic, subway grates. And uh, if you haven't if you, if you haven't been in the city since they legalized marijuana, you're gonna know real soon that it's because it is. Uh, you're gonna so, know. Last year we went to the Ranger game. We did the Times Square thing, 
and I, I am <clears throat> pro legalization for me too, different, 100%. different reasons. But the idea that it's so flaunted really bothered me. And it made me feel like an old fuddy-duddy, for lack of a better term. I was like, I don't need to be standing at a crosswalk watching a kid roll a joint while he's on a skateboard in front of my there's a little bit of that, but just the the constant. There's like if there's like a new odor to go along with everything, and I don't mind the smell of New York. It smells, yeah, yeah. It's got a little. It's it's distinct. But it there's dope. Punching. You smell dope every weed everywhere. everywhere. Every street corner, you smell someone smoking. Everyone's yeah. sitting on stoops, rolling joint. It's yeah. It's, there's guys working on like delivery guys working on the back. It's like a delivery guy, like and more like on the west side. We're walking by the garage, more of like a less like, you know, more of like a residential yeah. part. And the guys are like sitting back of a moving truck, like rolling them up, maybe on, on their on their coffee break. Yeah, exactly. Jesus, God Almighty! The idea of drinking a water, no more. We're just gonna get stoned yeah. before we get back. Don't worry, you want to take the kids. Don't worry, you can't wait to get back into the city with the kids. Oh my God! All yes. right, we're running out of time here. We're gonna wrap right. this up. Uh, the New Year's edition again. Hopefully, we'll have uh, an updated progress report on yep. Lamar Hamlin next week. All the prayers. Yeah, That'll do it for this edition of the EDBC podcast. Till the next time, Brian. Say goodbye. See ya.